Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Evening, gentlemen. Good evening. How are we all? Good evening. Oh, good, good morning if you're listening in the morning. <laughs> exactly. I took the thunder there, Chris. I always do that. You right, Chris? Sorry I didn't say hello then. No, you did. I, I was just letting oh. you two have, a, have your usual bicker, your first-minute bicker. <laughs> <laughs> to keep your mouth shut. We're in vines. I know. I know. It seems ages ago we, we actually did it, didn't it? Well, yeah. it was at the end of the last series that we did it. So when was that? November. Yeah, before Christmas. And we were we went down to where did we go? London somewhere. Yeah, it was it, it was south of Birmingham, wasn't it? So yeah, London. Yeah, so down south anyway. But at the time, it was in tier two, weren't it? Yeah. So and we, we could were... get something to eat, fish finger sandwich, and then we could get drinks. We it oh, we were like dog with two dicks, weren't we? Yeah, probably the most expensive podcast we've done, if you remember. Oh. <sighs> Eight hundred snotters, eight hundred snotters weren't it for everything, all in. Can I get a fish finger sandwich and six peroni, please? <laughs> that was that would just be you. And there's no price <laughs> as well. It's bloody dangerous. I know, yeah. So if anybody's wondering where the Patreon money's gone, uh, Rowan Vine, the, the the night and the and the the hotel and everything costs eight hundred snotters. So that's where your Patreon's going. That's why they've not got any new teeth yet, lads. Yeah. We figures, John. Are we ever got being that? Yeah, well, just because people might think we're pillocking. All they're gonna say is you've only got yourself to blame. What for drinking to excess? Yeah, <laughs> it's because we were, as I said, we we're like a dog with two dicks. We were just so excited. It's, it's, Rowan, Rowan came in eye rolling though, didn't he? Straight on the straight on the uh, on the red wine. Yeah, two bottles yeah. to the table, please. Yeah. Gastron. He set the tone. Yeah, I reckon the bottles of wine. I bet reckon a bottle of wine in that gaff was equivalent to four or five peronis. So don't don't throw don't stop throwing shit my way, Chrissy. It's a good one. <laughs> well, in a good swill. Yeah, uh, it's a good one. Remember, I remember it just being. I can just remember it being chaos. I, the the uh, opening was it was like Tasmanian Devil had come in, caught us by surprise a bit. Yeah, the song. Good guy though. Yeah, great, great lad. I read some messages today saying it's just it's just fucking bonkers. We've had a few on lately that would be brilliant to be in your dressing room, and he's one of them. Yeah, yeah, good bonkers. Yeah, how'd you get on? Who knows wins, Chrissy? Not a carrot. Same. Not a carrot, but someone there were one winner, weren't there? 950 quid. Life changing. Yeah. I mean a bit of a sticky thing of form, I'll be honest with you, but keep going. Just gotta keep going. I think I think it's just difficult to predict any results at the minute. Everybody's yeah. beating each other, aren't they? Oh, you're all right. Eight, nine hundred and fifty quid in the back, and there were fourteen, one thirty one quid as well. 
No, so, so they're there. They've had a little tickle of the ribs. Yeah, Keeps so. them going for another five, six weeks, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So you fancy getting involved in the Under the Cost League next week? Ten games to predict. Just download the Unos Wins app, iTunes, Google Play, and we'll uh, we'll have another league. Trick your fiver in. Top ten, take the pot. Yeah, man. Happy days. Bish, yep. bash, bosh. Big thanks to everybody as well, because we're nearly at 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. So we're bloody really? We are. So if you've not subscribed, give us a give us a, give us a little poke on that button. Hey, yeah, Johnny, yeah, can you remember? No skin, off, no skin off nobody's nose, is it? Just to press subscribe. I don't know what to, what's to come when we get to 50, because when we got to 1,000, it was all singing, all dancing, posters, <laughs> flipping fireworks. <laughs> so 50,000 could be chaos. Oh, we, there's a chopper on here. <laughs> we might have a we might have a party. We might have a, a party like at Rangers. We'll just go nuts like that. Up them up there. Give us, a, give us a like and a subscribe. If you're not already uh, involved in the Patreon, there's there's thirty plus episodes on there now. It did feel like we were saying twenty to twenty five a long time, didn't it? Yeah. But yeah, well, it's, it's nice to say thirty. Well, you, you, you've you've got probably nearly nearly two full days of entertainment there, aren't you? It's an hour forty five apiece. Thirty, you're looking at. 60 hours, 55 hours of entertainment near enough. Kids yeah. back at school, get, get your earphones in, feet up. They've been pecking at your head for weeks now, months. It's time for a bit of you time. Especially if they're still on furlough. Especially if you're still on that furlough. And we've got a London trip book next week, so we need to cover the bar bill. So <laughs> <laughs> I wish we bloody had. <laughs> I wish we bloody did have, but... Uh, right, no, brace so- yourself, gentlemen. Yes, uh, sit back, relax. It's probably a good one to listen to with a beer. This one, I think. It's fine time. I don't think it's going. I don't think it's one that you can get to sleep to, is it? No, no, no. no, no Robbie's, Robbie's going to be up all night. <laughs> <laughs> let's have, let's have your vine. I'm all right, mate. It's a bloody pleasure to have you. It's about fucking time, I know, isn't it? Good to meet you. It's about time. Yeah, it nice is. to meet you. So we've had, like, obviously... Hey, <laughs> who are you, mate? You don't do the talking, mate. I do the, talk- I do the talking on here, pal. If fucking come in double heavy. Not- <laughs> oh, hey. That's two insults in one, man. This is why I don't even- and double heavy. Yeah, this double- is why I don't come down south. Double heavy, no, listen, just get him the XXXL hoodie and he'll be all right. He'll stop sweating, do you know what I mean? He's had seven BLTs and a portion of chips. So, like, the geezer's he's fully loaded. Peroni time. Peroni time. It's blissful. For us northerners, this mate, we can have something to eat and a drink. Yeah, I know. Because it's fucking not filthy down here. <laughs> and you stepped it up in terms of standards because we're, we're on the red wine. Hey, listen, fucking class is permanent, mate. All these like, Peronis and all this, like, come on, give it a rest. Red wine's where it's at. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's nice right, to have a it? it's nice to have a drink, though, isn't it? Yeah. Do you want to part? Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, mate. No, that's my pleasure, boys. I've um, obviously got, been is, waiting. Is, it, is anywhere that you can sort of set yourself apart from the rest of the guests we've had on? Yeah, probably, because I'm the fucking daddy. <laughs> Simple as that. You've had, you've had some good guests. There's a few of my pals as well. A few, you know what I mean? A few, few that are hiding a few truths, a few that are holding a bit back, but I don't think you're going to get that with me, mate. If anyone's, I'll make a disclaimer. If anyone's got a problem, give us a call, a text or whatever, but if you think you're my mate, think about the last time you messaged me. If it's not in the last 10 years, don't have a problem. Come and see me. If anyone 
quick disclaimer on my views on my own, nothing to do with under the cosh, nothing to do with any of you. My opinions are my own and my stories and my truths are mine. People obviously like to have their own truths. I couldn't give a fuck what I, my side of the story is my side and that goes, and that's with anyone. If anyone wants to sue me, good luck. Because <laughs> as you can see, I've just stepped off the building site and I'm back on there at eight o'clock and you're fucking, frankly, you're getting in my fucking way. You two fucking plodders, look at that. Hey? Plodders. Fuck me. Only two geezers to get beat by the keepers in sprints. Not even in the long running. Do you know what I mean? You're all right, Chris. I like you. I don't, yeah. I don't know you much, but I fucking like your face, mate. You are loving every minute of this, aren't you? You look good, mate. Sitting what do I call you, though, that. mate? Because you're Chris Brown. He's Chris Brown. Fuck me. How did that happen? Can I call you little Chris? Is that okay? Well, by all means. But what am I going to call him? Because I've seen him naked. And he's definitely little Chris. You know what I mean, Parky? Fuck me, mate. So I think, to be fair... When they said, are you going to differentiate yourself from all the guests? I think the Australian accent's probably done it, hasn't it? Well, I've been asked to come on a few, and I've swerved it mainly, but um, for you guys, you know. It's an honour. you push your boat out, haven't you? You've yeah, come well. down here, you've put on all these, these digs and all this. We're stopping in the Royal, Royal, Royal Hotel here, aren't we? Yeah, do you know that Prince Andrew's got the presidential tonight? Oh, he fucking yeah. enters. Right it? next to the nursery and all. <laughs> fuck me with fuck. <laughs> Is that, is that too much? Is that too much? I don't know what the level is. <laughs> the disclaimer's out now. The disclaimer's out. Level. He ain't going to fucking sue me, is he? That cunt. Jesus Christ. He'll be in Belmarsh tomorrow. <laughs> Football manager legend. Apparently. Who, me? Yeah. That's fucking not a good tag, though, is it? It's a fucking computer game. That's absolute bollocks. But, no, I will. I've watched a few. I, I love what you're doing. Love your format and that. But we're going to change that. We're not going to go on your format. It's all about me today, so... <laughs> I've got no problem with that. I'll just do what I fucking want and get back to work. But what I would say is initiation songs. Have you never thought about that? Do you think it'll work? Well, you saying you've got like some of the cannon squad, the loose cannon squad on. Do you know what I mean? You've had a few of them, but you ain't fucking stuck it on them. Get my nice latte and a bit of fucking grub and sit there and everything's all right. Want a bit more than that? Want people under pressure? What, What, me? Yeah. Now? Yeah. Well, all right. (laughs) <laughs> what do you want? Your want, best one, your best one. Best I want, one. I want garage. Want garage? Nah, I reckon I'll do one that you can you can join in with. Yeah? Play to the crowd. Come on in. Join in when you know it, yeah? <coughs> Just clear the throat. Stick a pony in your pocket. I'll grab the suitcase from the van. Cause if you want the best, then don't ask questions saying, brother, I'm, I'm your, your man. man. Where it all come from is a mystery It started changing on the seasons and the tide of the sea She's the one who's driving me berserk Why do all the fools and horses work? Na 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 don't take over, boys. Fuck me. <laughs> the top done, was nearly off then, man. You've done fucking 89 episodes of this. This is my first one, and you're trying to steal my thunder. You don't normally say fuck all. Now you want to get involved. Man, hey? You have, to be fair, you have differentiated yourself from every other guest, so. I'm a different breed, mate. Martin Crane, has got it tattooed on his arm on the inside. Any different breed. He is a different breed as well, but yeah. The one Sun- on his lip? Yeah, uh, Sunday Club. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Tattoo no. on the inside of his... Martin Craney, yeah. You should get him on. He's boring as fuck, but he's got some funny... No, 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 no. He's a good guy. He's got guys. what in his lip? Sunday Club tattooed on his lip and uh, means he goes out and has a bevy on a Sunday. You I know, know what, mate. I know what... <laughs> 
<laughs> you wouldn't know you're snoring on the doorstep. <laughs> I know what Sunday could be. Have you got a tattoo on his lip? Yeah. yeah, inside of his lip. Yeah, it's yeah. commitment. He is a different breed. Yeah, he that's is. outrageous. You started at Portsmouth, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started debut at Portsmouth. At 18. Started at Portsmouth. Um, yeah, debut at eighteen. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Who give you debut? Um, Steve Claridge. Steve. Yeah, Stevie. I think he was. Was he in the actual job or was it just a caretaker? Uh, caretaker. I mean, you got to bear with me. I think I've had over thirty professional managers in thirteen professional clubs. I think I've had. Fucking, you were as good as me at getting them fucking sacked, weren't I've you? Had, yeah, I was fucking good at that, mate. <laughs> but you wouldn't tell them I would. I mean, I'll be here before, you, I'll be here after you. See ya. You're like, You'll be gone next week. <laughs> but, um, no, he was caretaker. I think it was it Tony Pulis. I think it was Tony Pulis. Was, was, it was, it was Tony Pulis when I was coming through the youth team. How did you end up at Portsmouth from London then? No, because I'm from Basingstoke. Um, so Basingstoke is... 40 minutes from London and an, like an hour from Portsmouth. So right. you're in, you're in between. between. Basingstoke's like a, I'm born and bred in Basingstoke. It's like an overspill town. So everyone in, is overspilled from London and it's sort of like, it, it's a shithole. Carsey. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's just, yeah, so it was tough for me because I started playing Portsmouth when I was 10 and I was doing well. And six of my teammates from my Sunday team were there. They all fell by the wayside. By the time 13, I was the only one there. And it was tough for me because I didn't really get on with the Pompey lads. And, I, and then I sort of, Southampton wanted to sign me. And I didn't really want to go when I was 13. Um, I ended up going, but I didn't really want to because obviously that's sort of the, you know about the rivalries. And, and they were better. They was in the Premier League. Alan Ball was their first team manager. But I, I sort of took some advice and, and went because like, I, don't, I don't really have a dad. I did. You're not dead, but you might as well be. Um, so at 13, I was looking to other people. So people within football, people I trusted, said, like, go, go. So I went to Southampton, and yeah, it was for a year and a half, and I had a massive growth spurt, which didn't help me out because I was a striker, midfielder. Started playing at the back. I was getting bullied. Like, I was only small. I wasn't like I am today. Like, this was before. I was very, I was quiet. Like, I've got four brothers and a sister. Big, big family. A lot of personalities. And I was pretty, pretty quiet. I kept a lot. The, first, the thing is, when I started playing football, that's when I started coming out of myself. And then I was just expressing myself on a pitch. So them decisions, your dad would, your dad would say, stay at Portsmouth or go Southampton, wouldn't he? Like, you know what I mean? And he didn't like. He wasn't there for me at all. So I went to Southampton. They were better than better than Portsmouth, but I never really fitted in. I was getting bullied. Then the manager started having a dig at me as well. But even at sort of 14? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was 14, playing away to Bristol Rovers. I was stood with 2-0 down to Bristol Rovers. A little Scottish fella called Stuart Henderson was youth development officer there. Um, yeah, he called me a six-foot gimp and a fucking pygmy in front of all the boys. Said, you can't, you know, fucking chance you tackling, playing me centre-half. Just got my top and walked to the car, got in, but I was with my mum. Got in, went home, said, I ain't playing for them again. She phoned him. He was like, yeah, that's all right. He'll never be a player. We don't want him. She said, not, not a letter or anything. No, no, no point. So that was that. And um, I went back to... Well, I didn't. I stopped playing because it... You know what I mean? It hurt me. Yeah. Like, and like I say, my brothers were always there and would have done whatever I needed them to. But you come away, you think, what's the point? My brothers are like 17, but what's the point? They're just going to go and fill people in. <laughs> so then it doesn't, doesn't kill the problem. Creates another one. Yeah. So I just come back to between the legs. Went back to Portsmouth uh, through gritted teeth because imagine me going back there at f 14 and a half after I've been elbowed out by them. They don't want me there. 
Confidence lower. Oh, snake's so I didn't well, go. Like, I didn't go. I started hanging around with my brothers and that, and they're into whatever. And you know what I mean. I started like, I'm on the. I mean, I'm out on the at the park at the streets doing all that. I went and played. I said to my mum, not playing football, thinking she's gonna give it. You are. She went. All right, sweet. I was like. <laughs> she's you needed, like, you needed that shove. Like, yeah, I thought I did, but it was my school teacher. My school teacher, Mick Critchell, massive shout out to Mick. He's the one of the guiding lights in my life. He was like, you can't not play. So the thing was good. Was my, the reports of Centre Excellence was at my school on a Monday night. So I didn't really have an excuse not to go. So yeah. I was like, after a couple of months, I'm like, fucking playing football at the park and that. And you know, you, you know, you like, you think I've got to play. So I started going back training, tail between the legs. But I'd learned what it's like to be bullied. I'd learned what it's like for someone sticking a knife in. So I was like, I'm ready for these. To be fair, after two, three weeks, there was a different... I was smashing people a bit in training and stuff and saying, like, before they say something, I'm going to fucking... So you thought, I'll get one in before they... Yeah, yeah. So then they took to me. And it was a good story because we played Southampton a year later and I was in midfield with Gary O'Neill and we beat them 1-0. Um... Gaz probably carried me in midfield because I'm not a midfielder, but we were decent that day. So like, and he tried to shake my hand on the pavilion in front of everyone. And for me, the I coach did. Yeah, that's Stuart Henderson. For, so for me, I remember everything. And if you've if you've done that, and it feels that bad for me, I'll fucking remember it forever, and I'll never speak to you again. So he went to shake my hand, and I, and I just said fuck off in front of all the parents and that. And he's like, and I've walked in. Fast forward, two thousand and eight or nine or whatever I'm at QPR we go down there for a, for a three o'clock game Southampton at St Mary's now I'm watching it's Liverpool Man United I'm a Liverpool fan it's Liverpool Man United in the laundry room so I'm in there with a couple of the Southampton boys I know a few of the Southampton boys I'm in there I'm fucking watching the game like just before we got to have the chat and all that bollocks I'm watching the game watching the game, watching the game. I ain't even looked to my side and I'm I'm loud I don't know if you can tell but I'm like <laughs> We've got that. We've got that idea. Oh, that come on, Liverpool! Like, back in there, it is with my. And then he looked round. Looked round. He stood right next to me, just staring at me, looking for a bit of an acknowledgement. And I just looked at him. He looked at me. I went, "Fuck off, you little prick!" And walked into the change room. And that's the last time I've ever come across him. And for me, like, he's got a massive, massive reputation and, and success rate at Southampton. Like, he was a good coach. I'm is this two thousand eight? He was still there. He was still there. He was still there in two thousand eight. And I just hope he well he probably had mellowed a little bit. But you know, in them days, that, that, that was the way it was. So do you see that as them nurturing you and, you know, like, not nurturing, but do you see them as saying, as them trying to beef you up for what's going to come for the rest of your career? Or do you think, just think they were just absolute pricks? No, I think there's a level you go to, like, back in that day that you have to, oh, this is how we were treated, so we're going to put you under a bit of pressure to see if you see if you make it or not, and it's this test and it's that test. But it, it was institution, it was like an institutionalised thing at Portsmouth because we had Martin Allen as resi manager, and I'm 16, 17, and we've got all these players that are in, halfway through their career, and they're, and they're, you know what I mean? Like, Tony Pulis said, come, come and got me to do sprints, right? He comes over and he says, oh, um, who's the quickest player? So the, the, our, our youth team manager, by this point, is um, Mark O'Connor, and Mark O'Connor's gone, oh, he's, he's, Is that Desi? Yeah, 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 Desi, yeah, 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 I, I love Mark O'Connor, I love all, all of them, to be fair, Tony Pugh's got a lot of time for Tony, a lot of time for him, don't like the way he plays football, it's filth, but I've got a lot of time for him, yeah. <laughs> um, so he sends me over, got to do this, like, 80 yard stride out, but, see Tony Pugh, he's clever, because he goes, like, get him over, to set the time, sets the time, and they've got to do, six runs, and they've all got to beat my time, 
but I'm doing the walk of death from the other corner of the training ground, right? So he's going to me, you fucking, you better run as fast as you fucking can. You better set the best time I've ever seen. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking will, I'm not these guys. As I get closer to them, it's like the, the tunnel of hate. They're like, yeah. you fucking run quickly. You'll fucking break your legs, you cunt. I'm like, people, Adrian Whitbread or someone like that. I'm thinking, you're going to break no one's legs. Like, who do you think I am? Do you know what I mean? But it was like, some people took it too far. Patrick Berger. Imagine that. He's fucking prettier than fucking most women. I nutmegged him in training. I must have been 17, 18. Nutmegged him in training. He's grabbed me around the throat. And he's give it, you ever do that again, I'll smash you. I went, are you going to smash me, Patrick Berger? Like, I was by this point on six foot. I'm like, no, you fucking ain't, mate. But I've gone home that day to my digs, sat in my bed and I thought, Patrick Berger, I'm a Liverpool fan. Patrick fucking Berger. Like, putting it on me like that, I said, no, nah, I'm not having this. Do you know what I mean? But it was just, it was like, that's sort of how it was. And, you know, like, I think the day that it turned for me was... There ain't many people out there you can have anyone on. There's not many people that have took on a heavyweight, a professional heavyweight boxer in a, in a scrap. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's what I done because do you know Kev McCormack, the kit man at Portsmouth, big Kev, the kit man. If you if you know him, if you uh-huh. don't, Google him. Everyone Google him. Big Kev was a Welsh professional uh, boxer. He fought in the Olympics. I think he fought Henry Akinwandi or something like that. Anyway, he was a kit man. And he was fucking dropping people with rib shots. If you do the kit wrong and all that, he's bosh, have that. <laughs> Fuck it. Like, proper. Like, every hands like that. Like, six foot six, the geezer. Like, I don't know if you, you don't know. Ed, like a, like a medicine ball, like, smashed. Like, I'm there. Nice guy, but he had some fucking anger issues. So, we go in there, and you're, like, taking the piss out of Kit, man. He's on ya. Blah, blah, blah. He's got this... Anyway, he's got this kit, this boxing kit, because we do the boxer size every now and then, and the head guards and all that. Gumshoes and all. <laughs> all the first team boys were in the changing room. Like that. I think I'm 18... He said something to me, I said something about it. He said, I've gone like, look, we can square it off with free freeze anytime you want, mate. You said this, right? Yeah, yeah, I said, we can have free freeze anytime you want. He said, look at you. He's put on a bit of timber. I said, you fucking can't move, mate. I'll smash you all over the gas. <laughs> all the first team are like, hold on a minute. And I'm like, he's gone, go on then, Thursday. This is like a Tuesday or something. He's going, Thursday afternoon, away changing room at Portsmouth. You know the long corridor at Portsmouth, we're in the away. I'm thinking, all right, I'm stalling and stalling. On the Thursday, of course I'm vegan. I'll do the kit, I'll do the boots, anything else, I'm stalling, stalling, <laughs> calm down. He's in the physio room and that, with a, and I've walked in there, and it's like 11 first team, and I'm like, what are you doing here? But obviously they've heard, so they're there. Fuck this, I'm standing there, and he's thrown me the gloves and the head, the head guard. Me being me, I've gone, I've thrown the head guard back, I mean, I won't need that one, mate, just the gloves, <laughs> just the gloves he went, up there now. I've gone, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Have you played any games in the first team by no, now? No, fuck. I don't like that. <laughs> no, 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 we're near it. I've not trained with them. No, no, I'm, I'm up. Yeah, it's bad. It's got bad. And I'm thinking, fuck, I've had better Thursdays. <laughs> Go in there and that. And I've got a couple of my mates with me. But they're all sitting round. And I, like, Portsmouth changing room, there was like a couple of pillars. But it's like a boxing ring, the away change. It's like it's made to be a boxing ring. <laughs> it's quite big, doesn't it? I get a skip around and that. <laughs> Fuck me, no. So you both, you both done the gloves. He's got the fucking vest on, mate. He's got the ABA vest on. <laughs> <laughs> He's longs down up. Boots and everything. I'm like... <laughs> intro music. Got fucking Air Max on or something. I'm not, I'm not is prepared. he bang into it as well? Is he... Is he... No, he's, re- he's retired and all that. He ain't even trained. He's, no, like... I mean, his mood. Is he, is he oh, ready no, no, to rip no, your head off? No, he wants to fuck me up. It ain't like... <laughs> no, he wants to fuck me up. Trust me. So I'm like... Go on then. And they got... got 
start going round one and that and I'm bobbing and that and bobbing and he's just cutting me off cutting me off cutting me off and I'm like I can't go nowhere and I'm dancing and then he's just jab jab so I thought fuck this I'm coming towards as I'm coming towards ping ping I've never I've never boxed anyone like I've had a few scraps and that but that's kicking biting like he is decent right? <laughs> Olympic decent afterwards when we reviewed it I don't move made enough <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> Now, I'm much better prepared. I'm not going to take him. He's about 70 now. No, he's not. But big Kev, love you. Yeah, he's pinging me, pinging me. Everyone's laughing. I've done nothing. And he, mate, heavyweight jab with a reach is fucking... Do you know Whiplash. Not, do, not touch Are you like Balboa and Apollo Creed? <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I was that good. So I'm back in the corner and he's like, he's starting to show off a bit, isn't he? Because he's got me on toes. So I'm like, fuck this. So I've ran at him. I've jumped in the air. He's put his arm up. But I've grabbed the arm with my left and just gone crunch. But I've hit him straight between the eyes there. Boom. He took one step back and then the eyes have gone. And he's just gone, wallop, hit me probably four or five times, crunch, crunch, crunch. I've put, I've put the guard up, he got down to the body. <laughs> He's working downstairs. <laughs> so I put, this is what I thought you'd do, because I'm not a boxer. I thought you put your arms up, don't you? Hey, I've had enough. No, you don't do that. <laughs> I've had enough, I've had enough. Bollop, straight in there, I've just flown and hit the, hit the corner. Like, they've thrown the white towel and they've got me out of there. I thought, just, I thought they'd stopped it a bit early. They've got me out of there. Got, got me out of there. And that was it. But he, he'll tell you, if you ever meet him or anyone, he'll tell you that he respects me because of that. But I was 18. He would have been, he would have been way into his 30s, 40s. Do you know what I mean? And it was one of those where no one else would get in there with him. No one. Because he crunched a few. We'd done a trick on him with, with Chinny, the, um, the geezer live with me. Because he kept doing it. We said, go up to him. And our, the manager was in on it, the youth team manager. He'll give you a dig, go down with a broken rib. So, but because he's like a gentle giant, but he ain't. You know what I'm saying? Like one of those. <laughs> he's crunched him, chinny's given, hit the deck and that, and he's got nah, this broken rib and that. And oh, mate, you've never seen someone shit himself because that's his job, innit? He's like, he's carrying him to the car, he's like, I want to save him. Bit late for that, big Kev, mate. <laughs> got in the car, he's trying to take the minibus to the hospital. We're like, Wee! <laughs> that your fat and all that. <laughs> but no, it was, it, 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 he was good. Oh, he was good me. as well because it did sort of like I'm not saying it was fucking horrendous bullying and all that, but it was that scene costume culture. I think like people my age, our age, you will see that it weren't fucking easy. Like in them days and treat them how you were treated and all that. And I'm like, I'm not an advocate of that. What I'm saying is treat people how they should be treated to yeah. a certain. You have to test people, but do it in training and do it on the pitch. Don't do it in the car or at the training ground at lunch just take the piss out of someone and keep going double heavy because yeah. when you do that you don't know what they're going through you go home and people sit at home and you're just like me and Phil Barnett in the youth team we were scared to play shadow play with Neil McNabb because every time it went shadow play against no one he's fucking firing into us and we I'm like yeah. my, my touch is alright that's one of, my, one of my strengths so I'm like <laughs> nervous and he's like hold the fucking ball up I'm like Jesus Christ like we're playing against no one do you know what I'm saying when yeah, it's yeah. even easier it's harder sometimes so yeah. I think uh, first team lads good were you yeah to be fair because I've always been the same so some is of them sorry, were is this, is this Portsmouth in the championship yeah yeah Portsmouth yeah. in the championship yeah yeah, yeah. Portsmouth in the champ um, so Stevie was Caretaker manager, he was good with me, but he was still a player. Him and Guy Whitten were still players, and Stevie had his own things going on. He used to send me to the bookies when I was 16 with like 800 quid rolled up, like in my tracksuit. Send me round the corner, and I'll be like, Go in there, I've got to put a bet on 600. Like, I've got, I've got this, and like, I roll, and they're like, and I see the Portsmouth on the tracksuit, they're like, 
and they make a phone call. And they're like, did Stevie send you? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, no worries. And I'm in there, got the ticket. He's on the bench. I'm on the ticket like this in the laundry room. And oh, so this is Saturday? Yeah, it's the five past three at Kempton or whatever. <laughs> like, like, he's out there, he's in the warm-up. He's shouting up the stairs. How's it done? I'm like, oh, it's come second. He went, no worries. But I'm thinking, I could have just fucking not put the bet on all that kind of <laughs> stuff. Like, he was there, he, he, that's what he was like. When he got the job, he was so enthusiastic and everything. And he'd he done all right, but he was, yeah, he was caretaker. Did then TP he, have the actual job then? TP had the job. Yeah, he'd I done can't all right. remember him that. Yeah, he had the job, he'd done all right. He'd done quite well. Um, did you like him? I did, yeah. He, he, he liked me and I liked him. Like I say, didn't like sessions, didn't like the way he played, but um, I liked his organisation. I liked his, he was blunt. He, he, I mean, he was blunt with people. I didn't mind that at all. And yeah, I had a, I had a bit of time. I quite liked him. And his son was there as well, Anthony. And I liked Anthony as well. And Mark O'Connor, like I say, was a lovely guy. They were all part of his backroom staff, which... Do you feel like you were progressing with him? I'd have been in the team, yeah. But it would have been... My philosophy in football, in our, in, in our, in our area, is that <laughs> you have to fucking do what they want you to. So I'm in the channels and I don't want to go in there, but I'm in the channels, I'm feeding off scraps, I'm flick, they're flicking it on, I'm going in behind. I'm not a target man. Some people, I'm six foot one, some people think, oh, I've gone in places on loan. They've gone, yeah, we've got the big man now, fucking lump it up. And I'm like, find <laughs> <laughs> someone else. Because I'm like, the, you know what I mean? I, I don't play as a target man, I never have done, I've never wanted to. Brutal. But um, yeah, so I would have done, I would have brought, he would have brought me on and then they brought Rixie in and, and that was sort of like completely different to Tony Pulis, completely different probably to Claridge as well, but uh, Rixie had, weren't, really, weren't, weren't really having him, to be honest. It is what it is. So I went, I think, 17 trips away as 17th man, usually 17th man back in the day, didn't it? Up to Stockport, in, in, the, in with the fans eating the pie, oh, another one. Another, we didn't win for 20 games and I couldn't get on the pitch, didn't put me on. I think he played me my last game. And are you are you confident enough at this age to think I should be fucking yeah, playing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he brought, he brought Crouchy in, he brought Mark Birchall. I didn't have a problem with that. They both done brilliant. Brought some players in, but when one of them was injured, Birch got injured, and then, it, oh, we're bringing Lee Bradbury back or whoever, and I'm like, there, yeah, and I'm got, like, I'm just like, Not I can play, you're losing games. And we had a bit, it was a bit shit then. We had team meetings, I was in team meetings, and... I'm 18, 19, and fucking what am I doing here? I haven't kicked the ball. Like, you's a shit. You ain't won for 20 games. And I'm sat in here, we're having this crisis meeting, and Crouchy's making me laugh, because he makes people laugh. He's sat opposite me, and I'm like, fuck Crouchy, you did. <laughs> <laughs> his face is when Carl Tyler's trying to, Carl Tyler's trying to hammer Robbie Prozanetsky. And I don't even know, like, I'm thinking, this ain't a real world, because he's one of the best players yeah. ever in his era. You're Carl Tyler. Like, you should be a Tyler. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's like... <laughs> you should be a it, it, Do you know what I mean? He's hammering him and he can't understand because he don't speak English and Crouch is doing the fucking... Let <laughs> faces. So it wasn't the robot then? It was... No, it was, like, no, it was just like these faces <laughs> he was doing. I was just like... All the grimace and the tongue. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> them faces, I was like, fuck this. I started laughing. Sean Derry just fucking went for me. Just like handed me my ass in front of everyone, really. And like we get on all right now, Desa, but like yeah, I wasn't. I've always sort of split opinion, even when I was younger. So it would have took a, it would have took a manager to play me and see what I had, and then for me to be like, yeah, I was poor, but never knocked on the door. Never got that. Never knocked on the door. Rixie would come around and put, like, oh, you know, I love you. Put the arm around me. Even that was weird for me because I was like, yeah, but get off me, mate. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck off. Um, I wanted to play for the youth team because it's now under 19s. You could play, couldn't you? They changed it yeah, to like a scholarship. Yeah. You could play another year. I played for the 19s. I'm not playing football for three months. I didn't play a game. He's like, nah, I wouldn't never live with myself if you broke your leg. I'm like, in a youth team game. 
Kenny Jacket was at Swansea and was going to take me to Swansea on loan, and he went, "It's too far to go." Like, and I was like, "Fuck like off." Maybe the. So then, that. what happened was he got the boot anyway, and Harry came in, and Harry came in, and I was already it's end of the season sort of thing. I played one game for um, Rixie, and me and Crouchy started up front, and I set up Crouchy, and he scored, and we drew one all, and then Crouchy got sold, and and Harry, well, Harry came in and Crouchy got sold. That's that's coincidence or anything but <laughs> so the crowd went to Villa for five million so then after that I played under Harry I played a couple of games start a couple of starts then it was like yeah it was the Harry and, and, and I went on loan to Brentford uh, the next the next summer what was Redknapp like in your opinion uh, back then I didn't like him but back then was uh, yeah no nah, it wasn't the Harry that you saw and I'm a celebrity it wasn't all the yeah you know Jim Rowley Polies <laughs> Oh, that Vine, is the best you know, I've ever seen. Yeah, that. Vine, connect, you know, but you know, it wasn't all that. It was like the old fifty-one ten was out, and he's like, "Who the fuck does he think he is? You can't." And he's trying to sign Teribo West's granddad or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's, he didn't like me. He didn't. Well, he liked me, and he'll say that he likes me now because we do get on now. And I've seen him. As we've 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 interlinked a few times, and I'm sure. But back in the day, he wasn't a nice guy. You're thinking like he's still like the raging. He's still a ginger. They're all fucking. Crazy, ain't they? The gingers, <laughs> and he had the old tucky, and he's strolling around with his copas on, and he's uh, he's digging through people out. I didn't like him. He didn't talk to no one. Didn't talk to none of the players. Didn't have that. Like, there's, there's, there's for me, it's a myth. Like, they all respect him because fuck me, Crouchy, Defoe, all them. They, he's took them everywhere. Yeah, he's took them everywhere. You're so gonna see go, nice course. things, aren't you? And if you was playing well and in the team, he loved you. If you were nowhere near it, fucking. I went to so I went to Brentford. Me and Steve Lovell were both supposed to go Brentford. Steve Lovell was the main attraction because he was a year older than me. They bought him from 200 grand from Bournemouth to save Bournemouth. I said he housed stepbrother Steve Lovell, striker. So he's supposed to go in Brentford. It's a two for one deal. They haven't told me that. I think I'm going to take Brentford. <laughs> All right. So there he comes and um, I'm phoning Steve Lovell. We're supposed to be meeting at Fleet Service. I'm like, Steve, where are you? And he's like, no, nah, mate. I forgot to tell you, I'm swerving it. I'm going QPR. I was like, no. Nah. He goes, yeah, I'm... He goes, let the gaffer know. This point, I don't know what he downs is. I'm not going to lie. Don't give a fuck. I'm going to Brentford. Now I'm going on my own. So I turn up. I've been like, Harry, get the experience. You know what I mean? But I knew what it was. Just fuck off. So I'm on £350 a week. £300 a week. But I'm on 500 appearance at Portsmouth. But I ain't really getting the appearances in. So it's, it's hinging on that. So I go out there thinking, I ain't got an agent. Or I have. But he's just, if you want to sign me, we should talk. And then your agent does the numbers. Your agent shouldn't be selling you as a player. The manager should be buying the player he knows. So yeah. me and you should go and have lunch and the agent and the CEO or whatever should go and do the deal and then we'll all be happy. That don't happen. People try and control things because they're all greedy fuckers. That's why managers get involved because they're cunts, most of them. So I've gone there, walk in and that. Got a bit of a swagger because of what I've been through, but I ain't ready to go in in a proper League One or Division One, whatever it was at the time. See, Wally pulls me and I didn't even know what he looked like so I'm like I see the WD and I think, Wally down. yeah I think the WD and I think he must be Wally then <laughs> <laughs> well, so like, he's like you're right and I've got my bag he's like yeah you, he's looking past me and, that. and I'm thinking and he's like where's the other kid Lovell and I was like oh no he's not coming he, he's gone to QPR but he said he'd, he'd tell you he went fucking cunt and I was like alright yeah but he went I didn't even fucking want you Oh, and I've gone, oh, all right. Welcome to Brentford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went, and then he followed up. It was like that earlier. He didn't just get a one, two, three. He went, I'll put my bag down. And I'm like, all right, well, nice to be here. And he went, he went, all right, you're on 350 quid, didn't you? 
And I said, yeah, yeah. And he went, um, 50 pound appearance. I went, no, no, 500 appearance. He went, what? And I went, that's 500 appearance at Portsmouth. He went, does this look like Portsmouth? And I went, nice, Brentford. He went, you're on 50 quid a week appearance at Brentford. So I've gone, all right, yeah, no worries. And I walked in the chamber <laughs> and thought, it's about 30 miles from my gaff. So that's 60 miles. I'm thinking, I've got a 106 diesel, luckily. But I'm like, petrol money every day and playing. I'm fucking, I'm under. I'm out of I'm under. I've, like, I've signed the deal going, thinking I'll go and play games. Now I'm thinking, this could be tough, this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living in Portsmouth, so I've got to go. Like, it's more than fit as fuck. I'm thinking, oh, I know you've done yourself here. Can't even afford a coffee on the way in, do you is know this, what I mean? Is this a year long? It's a year long. So then we train, and he said to me before training, you ain't, you ain't starting. Like, I've got the two boys, two, Leon um, Constantine, who I love, and Mark McCammon, two big strikers. Anyway... He's gone, them two have done pre-season, they're in. What like, sound. Done the training session, probably the only training session of my career, shooting session, I've not missed a shot. Like, I've literally scored everything, I think. And he's pulled me after and he's gone, fuck what I said, you're starting Saturday. I went, fucking that'll do me. Huddersfield away, Fair new play, stadium, like. 40th yeah. minute drop, bang, top bin. See you later, one, two, nil. So I'm on, I'm in. Yeah. We're just going to pause proceedings, gentlemen, just to bring a special message from Meds UK. At Meds UK, you can get all your essential vitamins and supplements supplied straight to your door. You've got all the essential stuff to live that better life. And there's there's a couple that stand out. I had a, I had a look through the list. There's uh, thermogenic fat burners, boost your metabolism, increase your fat burning and your energy levels. Count me in. Turmeric and black pepper. I think uh, you're a fan of that, that one, aren't you, Brownie? I am. Because the t- turmeric's the new... You know, it's a revolutionary thing, but because it's with black pepper, it helps the turmeric digest. If you just get the turmeric, it's it, the, the body struggles to digest it. But with the black pepper, it absorbs it into the digestive system. I'm going to yeah. take your word for that, Chris. It? Well, yeah. Apparently, it's um, it's a natural solution for all those everyday aches and pains. My dad swears by it. Is there anybody who's struggling with the libido in this group? Oh, Not me, sir. Me about that, because this one's for the old love muscle. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, I, I, I love that. I love that terminology. Yeah. I love muscle. You've got so, male sex enhancers. What are you thinking? <clears throat> I'm interested. I'm a week's into my supply, so what am, I, what am I thinking? I'm, I'm on here as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm thinking. Did he send you some, Chris? Well, if I tell the story, I was halfway through reading the email, and so, as soon as I saw sex enhancers, I intercepted it and put my address <laughs> in the um, the reply section. So yes, I have got some. Are you going strong? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm lucky with the Met nose go as well. I'm quite, I'm quite strong at the best of times, but I'm. Uh, it's well, just taking us up hey, a notch. Yeah, you can always. There's always room for improvement. Exactly. There? Always room for improvement. For a, a bit, of, a bit more information, the formula uses a variety of herbal ingredients known for their effects on male testosterone and libido. Provides an increased blood flow to the old joystick. <laughs> oh, joystick now. <laughs> increases stamina between the sheets. There's nothing worse than getting up halfway through with hands on knees, is there? <laughs> your ass. Stronger and longer lasting erections. And get this one, a more intense and enjoyable orgasm. I can be honest, you can shove your turmeric up your ass. I want three, three boxes of them, please, big one. <laughs> it comes with a hardcore porn DVD as well somewhere. <laughs> That was a joke. 
<laughs> that was a joke. All complaints coming in. I didn't get my porno. I didn't get my porno. With my bloody jazz rag. <laughs> yeah, but good value, good products, sporting small businesses. I tell you what, you're not be far off. You're not be far off a, a, a new. You'll be a new man. Mm. Not your twenty-one again. Exactly. I'll take the, the vitamin D3, the turmeric, the enhancers, and the multivit. Yeah, there's plenty more solutions on there. Like you said, they've got the more yeah. vitamins, vitamin D, and it's all produced in the UK. And here we go, the main bit. Cost 20, get 20% off at the checkout. They're normal, you don't get 20% off your ad on, though. That's, that's still 100%. Don't you worry about that. 20% added on by the sounds of this. <laughs> this could well be life changing. We could be saving marriages here. Yeah, like saving lives and marriages. Exactly. All you've got to do is go to www.meduk.uk. That's www.meduk.uk. And at the checkout, pop pop in the code COST20 and you get your 20% off. Free delivery as well. This is like it couldn't go any better, really. Yeah, yeah. The start because I needed to do that to to, to prove it, sort of prove him wrong a little. Because it ain't starting well. He wants the other geezer. He don't want this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, com- I'm coming in. I'm coming in second choice, and he's just rubber dubbed me straight away. So he's like, I'm, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, like oh, you? you're talking to a bird, and she's a nine, and then. She's fucked off when you've ended up with a mate with a four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's worse than that because you end up with no one. You've got the command. You're holding it. And you've got no, no money. So I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm fucking... I went, went really well. We had a good squad, to be fair. We had a good squad. We had Martin Rowland, Stephen Hunt. Like I said, the two boys up front. With Jamie Fuller in the midfield. Sonko was playing there with Leo Roger. We had a good squad. We finished 16th in the league, but I got 13 goals. I got 12 yellow cards and a red card. Red card I got was a fight with Keith Curl. Now, that's the only fight I've ever had on a football pitch. It's the only fight I've ever had in, on a football pitch or a train, one on the training ground. But I don't fight, it's like we always said growing up, it's a controlled environment, football. So if you throw one punch, unless it's the 60s or 70s, one punch finishes it. It's, it's, yeah. all, it's all pulled away. So all, this, all these hard men on the football pitch, bollocks. You ain't running up and giving someone a shoe-in. You're, you're having one punch and someone's pulling you back and you're fucking someone 10 men. Down. Yeah, you're Unbacks. 10 men. So I don't yeah. get involved. We've had, we've had, we're QPR, we had fight at Molyneux in the tunnel. All the big hitters, like we had some big, big boys, Fitzall, Damien Stewart. We were all right. I weren't really needed. So I was just like... You... <laughs> I'm, 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 thinking, I'm thinking about the kit man again. <laughs> just got to get this head. Move your head. Move your head. If I get this head right, I'm all right. But, Bob and um, Wayne. Do Bob and Wayne. Whatever you do, fucking hold your hands up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, so I never got involved in scrapping uh, after that Keith Curl. Because Keith Curl done me because he'd, he, he, I'd been booked and he hadn't. And he's two-footing me in the chest. This is like old school. I've tried to hit him. This is Curl. This is Curl, yeah. And he's sort of restrained me. But he gave me a little few digs and that. But he's, ref comes over. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm 19, 20, I've lost the plot. You fucking cunt. We'll see what happens in there. And he's like, calm down, mate. What's the matter with you? He's like, ref, is he all right? Is that wrong? He goes, ref. And he's gone, yeah, yeah. And he's gone, bosh, with the red for me. 
and he gave him the yellow and he's like experienced kid like that and I'm walking off thinking yeah. you fucking cunt like, I'm waiting for you in there by the time you have to shower you ain't you fucking yeah, calm down yeah, yeah. So it's a big ladder walking off though did you think like oh he's done me there yeah yeah I knew straight away I knew yeah. straight away, yeah, I knew straight away. Yeah. That that so, yeah. so for me it was like I'd already been banned for the, the, the five bookings the ten bookings so I ended up playing 42 games in the league and scored 13 goals which is a fucking good return for a 19 year old who they yeah. didn't even want um, <laughs> or did it even want? So yeah, but the thing with Wally is, is we went to a night with Vinnie Jones, who's his best pal, and all this bollocks, and yeah, they've had a few beers and all that, and then we're playing Wigan, Robertson, Ellington, that team, Bullard, and that, they've, they've won the league. JJB, <coughs> we go up on a Friday night. Gaffer's not there. Gaffer's flying up Wednesday morning, uh, Saturday morning, because it's his um, end of the season. There's four games left. I'm banned for three of them, so I'm thinking this is my last game. Anyway, he misses his flight. Don't know what he was doing, not going to speculate. But he misses his flight. So Tomo, we said, who's fucking starting Tomo? And he's like, oh, must be the same team as last week. All right, sweet. We go and do the warm up, come back in, he's turned up, flustered. Then in fucking, they turn up at quarter to three. And he's, he's gone, no, no, that's not the team. And he's gone, no, 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 no. But they've had to go to the ref and change the team. You could still sort of do it in that day. And they've gone, no, he ain't playing. He's gone to me, but he ain't even speaking to me because he wants to get it done. So he's like, no, 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 get him out. He's playing. I'm like, no, 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 no. He's like, no, no, no. He doesn't want to do it. So, so you're coming out. I'm coming out. And, right. he, and he didn't explain to me, but it's because I was suspended for the next three. Anyway, Martin Rodas breaks his leg after 10 minutes. Bosh, I go on right midfield. My cousin and my uncle are there, uh, Brian and Georgie. And they're watching or whatever. I thought, we're 3-0 down. We've been absolutely shooed the whole game. 3 nils is good for us. But I'm like, fucking, you ain't done nothing. You've done nothing wrong. I look over, 15 to go. And I'm on the other side of the JJB. Fucking number's gone up, hasn't it? And I'm like, he's, uh, yeah, yeah, he sub sub me. And I'm like, <laughs> nah, I'm not having this. I'm walking on you fat cunt, already saying it to myself. <laughs> and I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'm getting closer and closer. And he's just like, he don't know he's done it. And he can see that he doesn't know he's done it because he's forgot I didn't start. Yeah. But, it don't make it easy for me. <laughs> it's the sub-sub. You don't want that on your record. So I'm like, you fat cunt. As I go past him, he's like, back off. I go straight down the tunnel. Tomo comes in. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, he's not having this. He's going he's gonna to open you up. I'm like, he can drive. <laughs> I'm 20, sat there, and he's fucking, he's gone round the team like he used to. Bosh, 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 bosh. And he's gone, disappointing. Don't react like that. We'll deal with it another day. And I'm like, trying to go for him, but then he's holding me back. And I'm thinking, he still don't realise what he's done. So by the Monday... He's, someone's told him, so he now knows. So he's pulled me and he's given it the old shuffling fucking schoolboy one. And I'm like, he's like, I'm really sorry. Like, I didn't know I'd put you on and all that. And I'm like, I'll fucking save it, mate, to be honest. I don't give a fuck, mate. Like, I'm suspended for free. There's one game left after that. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, you fat guy. Yeah, yeah, so I've gone. And, uh, but the thing was, because I've done well, he then sent me a letter saying how well I'd done. Like, you were a direct impact of 15 points. Without them 15 points, we'd have got relegated. You scored 13 goals. blah de blah blah Well, I've got the letter. Just give it that one. By this point, I'm back at Portsmouth and Jim Smith, bless him, rest in peace, he's, like, come up to me and he's like, ah, oh, Viney, fucking more clubs want you than Georgie Best. Where are you going <laughs> to fucking go? Because I'm like, it's second day pre-season. I went, no, I'm going to play here. And he went, oh, great answer. Great fucking answer. That's the one. And I'm like, but he's like, but seriously, where are you going to go? And I'm like, previous to what, so what had happened? So I ended up going to fucking 
um, what happened was I ended up going to Colchester because my missus was pregnant with Lucius and <laughs> I, I needed some more money, to be honest with you. I don't, I've never cared about money. It's never, ever, ever been what I think about. But my missus was eight <clears> months <throat> pregnant and they're paying me 350 and 50. <laughs> I'm fucked <laughs> with a baby coming. So I'm like, QPR came in, Ollie, and it's like five, seven, five but just for the year. And I was like, oh yeah, but I got this phone call from Parkin Phil Parkinson. And I'm like, yeah, Phil Parkinson, Colchester United. And I was like, where's Colchester, mate? Because I didn't know where Colchester was. <laughs> so I'd never been there. Mate. I was like, where's Colchester? He's like, oh, because he played for Reading. So it's not far from me. And he's like, oh, it ain't that far. It's just the other side of London. These days, it's like the A to Z, Google, the map, innit? Not Google, it's the map. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that that's fucking 130 miles away or whatever it's fucking miles away um, I'm like nah 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 so then he just started putting more money on it more money on it and, 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 and Harry didn't want me there like even in pre-season he just wanted me to go straight on loan because he knew that I weren't going to play so it was easier if I just go straight on loan and he knew my character was like I'll just fucking go because I ain't knocking around here if I'm not playing so I went to they ended up offering me £900 a week 300 appearance 50 quid a week petrol money and a flat in Colchester, right? So now Colchester in League One here then? Yeah, yeah, same league as um, Brentford. So Brentford were League One. and So Colchester, I... Um, yeah, so Lucius was born on the 5th of August. So that's the start of the season, right? I'm already signing everything, start. But we signed... He had Scott McLeish, Wayne Andrews, and he signed me and Craig Fagan. And Craig Fagan wanted to play up front. But... He had Wayne Andrews and Scott McLeish that were probably more established. And, and I knew what he was thinking of doing straight away because I don't miss nothing. He wanted me on the left, he wanted Craig Fagan on the right and he wanted them two up front. That's what he wanted. But we're both centre-forwards. And you know what it's like when you're centre-forward? You want to play centre-forward. And I've just played centre-forward every week for Brentford. So I didn't know where this had come from. Had you never played on the left? Never, ever played on the left. In a four, in a, it wasn't a three then. I've never played left midfield. But he... I can't... I love it there now, but so he'd say he was the first one who introduced me to that, but it's bollocks. He forced me to go and play there, and Andy Myers behind me, it was quite scary, and um, yeah, we started off the season, and uh, it was all right. My missus came up one night, and she went home, and she's like, I'm never going back again, so I was doing the round trip from Basingstoke to Colchester every day. Like, so you're saying for Colchester permanent? Loan, another loan. Oh, oh. By the way, it's not a bad pay increase though, is it? If you think you've gone from 350 to 900. Yeah, but the thing, the thing was... I was only on 400. Do you know what I've done? He went, go and, go and sort your own deal out. And I was like, I've learnt from the best here, Harry. I will go and sort my deal out. <laughs> so I've gone there. I've ended up playing 42 games, scored 12 goals, scored that trick in the FA Cup against Coventry in the replay. And it went mental. I was on the news. It went mental after the hat-trick. It was a good hat-trick, but it went a bit too mental for, my, for, for really. Um, but we'd already fell out badly, really badly. What, you and Phil? Yeah, because he's a cunt. Basically, <laughs> I'd play on the left, and I'm do I'm doing a shift, like a shift. We're four four two, but we're, we're defending a lot. Anyway, I'm scoring goals, I'm making goals, I'm, I'm playing well. And we play against Coventry away in the FA Cup, and it, I'm starting, I'm starting all week in the thing. You know when you're starting. We travel, we go to Rushton on a Friday, and we train at Rushton. He walks past me. You know how he walks with a bucket. Did he have his clipboard then? Yeah, he thinks he's 10 men, mate. He's walking like this. Walks past me. And, and we're just doing the rondo and all that. Like, and he's gone, oh, Vani, on the bench tomorrow. And he's walked off. He just dropped the grenade and gone. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So I'm following him. 
I go, come back. And he's like, no, no. He's like, we'll talk about it later. I went, no, no, we'll talk about it now. I said, fuck this, we'll talk about it now. He went, no, no, get back in the thing. So I've gone back the thing. And then he's gone to, with Garite Williams, his assistant. So he's gone with him over there. So the, phys- the fitness coach is doing the warm-up. Little volleys. Hey, hey, hey. Well, I've got the raging. So he dropped me one. I've volleyed it. It's on the fucking motorway because it's by Rushton in. I've gone, I won't have that. <laughs> he's looked at me. He thinks it's oh, a bit wow. funny. What's gone on? Running, running, running. Another one. Gone. See you later. That's two on the motorway. So he's gone, what the fuck are you doing? And I went, what? Well, I'm just doing the exercise, but I've left two on the motorway. So he's looking over at the gaffer, the gaffer, and I'm thinking, this is his time to come over and really fucking stamp his authority. He's come over, and he's gone to the geezer, Stu, leave him. He's had some bad news. I've gone, have another one then. Well, another one's gone on the motorway. So instead of like putting it on me, yeah. he's gone the other way. So we go to. It's Stuart Ailes, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, the first one who had like the tight top, like with the tape. I've never mm. understood that. Like, the t- the, you know what I mean? Making the guns look a bit bigger and that. It's a bit <laughs> fucking moody for me. But you wanted the confrontation. I wanted him. If I, he'd lied to me about playing, right? And managers think it's all right. It ain't all right by me. You told me I'm playing. I've been doing a shift on the left, and now you're dropping me. And he tried to palm. He tried to tell me I I left you out because Julian Jochim played right wing for them, and he's a bit quick and uh, and like we need. We needed someone more defensive. I said, you're playing me out of fucking position, number one. I ain't worried about Julian Joshim, no disrespect at all, when he was at Coventry. Do you know what I mean? This was on his way down. Like, it was just, it, it was the way he done it. it. Other people might think it's all right. Other players might take it on the chin. Not me. And he knew that. And, and that was it. So... Well, was, confrontation is not the right word. You wanted the discussion. Um, why? I, I, I wanted why, the discussion yeah. at the right time. But then when he does it, I want him to to give me the reasons and they need to be valid but at that point they're not going to be because you're raging anyway <laughs> it, could, it wouldn't it matter, matter. What he says, does it? it wouldn't matter but previous to that this is what happened this is why I'm so passionate about it my son was born August the 5th end of August we had a car crash and I'm driving and some girls pulled out of a petrol station but not looking it's my right away so I've had to slam on I've swerved clipped the curb and I've become embedded on the price sign like in the price sign <laughs> What, the petrol price? In the sign? price sign. Yeah, I've took out the diesel. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't happy with the price. 127. Weren't happy with the price. Fucking robbing bastards. <laughs> so, anyway, it's gone. Like, it's bad. But my, my door's shut like this. I crunch the door off. I've got a massive... You see the scar on my head there? I had, like, 16 stitches in my head there. It was open like that. Mrs. is her knee. The baby ain't woke up. Like we're thinking, he's in, they had to shake him to yeah. wake him up, right? And he, ain't, he slept through it all, but he's obviously gone into shock mode straight away. So he, he was fine, and she only had a bad sprained knee. But I've got the worst of it, which is this, this fucking cut. And I've gone to the hospital, and like, it's fucking grim, because they've got to shave it dry. And I had a little bit of hair, and they're shaving it, but it's ripping, like, and it's open. I had staples and, and like 16 stitches. It's a Saturday night, so we're playing on the next Friday. I phone matey on like Sunday and I say, look, I've been in a car crash and that. Phone Phil like, Parkinson. Yeah, phone him. So I've been in a car crash and that. And he's like, yeah, everyone okay and that, like, blah, blah. And as you do, yeah, f- like sensitive. And, 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 and I said, yeah, I probably need a few days off. He went, well, no, if you're not here by Wednesday, you're not playing Friday. He said, and you need to play Friday. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, I've got 16 stitches. And he went, yeah, I've got a metal plate in my head. And I was like, yeah, that's not really the point, mate. I'm, I, you know what I mean? Like, I just need a couple of days here to get, get, to, get to get with it and everything. Do you see it? And then, um, so I didn't like that. And I went and played on the Friday with stitches in my head. I don't head the ball anyway. I said that earlier. I don't head the ball. I try, try as much not to head the ball. It's not for me. But it was like, I'm being forced to play here. I'm 20, 21 year old. My, 
my kids like you know what I mean I just wanted a bit of time and then, in a fucking car crash. and then my brother got sent to prison not long after that for, for, for quite a long time um, my mum had a heart attack as well right 49 years old so it was a lot of shit happening in that year people don't give a fuck Phil Parkinson does not give a fuck about me he's ringing me basically I come on for 10 minutes against Coventry and I didn't try a leg it's the only time in my career I've not tried we were nil-nil and I just mugged it I stood on the left for 10 minutes and thought, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. Couldn't give a fuck. And well, I, because he didn't start? Because, uh, all of it, because of all of it. And just everything that went on. Yeah, and then putting me on for 10 minutes, I thought it was muggy. Right. I thought, fuck you, like, you, you, you're trying to nick a point here. Anyway. Not a point, it's, a, it's, a re, it's going to be the replay, but you're trying to take the draw, take him back to Leia Road. The fact that everything that had gone on as well, just to, all of it, all for of 10 it, minutes. All of it, and, and, and he, knew, he knew my mum had had a heart attack and, and all this stuff, and, and it's sort of like, he didn't give me, he didn't give me the respect that I thought, I deserved at that point. As a person, not a player. 100%. A and he was a young manager and the young managers make mistakes. But when he's fucking doing a training session and then running back to the ground and you're going past him in your car and he's like running like Rocky Balboa. I just think like, mate, give it up. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> anyway. So then, you must have got the replay then. Got the replay. But I'd said I'll never play for you again. We've had the thing. Andy Myers, to be fair, stuck it on me a bit. And he is, I love Myersy. Love him to bits, and but he's quite scary. And he stuck it on me and was like, "You don't ever do that." He said, "No matter what you're, what's happening, you never do that because we're your teammates." He said, "So you've come on and you've mugged that." You're going to play it the other way as well. Yeah. I'm part of your team. Yeah, you got 100. percent Cut me a bit. Of... Yeah, 100. percent And that was what. That's the angle. I like you. That's the angle. <laughs> I, that's the angle I went for. It was like I'm a young player. I'm doing a shift here on the left. I deserve to fucking play. That's the biggest game of my career so far. That at the, at the Rico, whatever. And he's took that. So. I was about fuck you, but then I, when, when he explained it to me, Mizey, he was like, look, what are you gaining from doing that in front of people and teammates? So, so it was 10 minutes, so I've never done that again after so that. So at this stage, you probably had two like massive learning curves in your career, didn't you? The first one, him at Southampton. Mm. So you botched that, mm. like, fuck you, I'm going to be at mm. X, Y, Z. And then this is the, the one that said, right, I'm not going to toss it anymore because it's my teammates yeah it? yeah of course well, I, well, I'm still quite young at 20 21 ish yeah well I started realising respect and it's not yeah. just a, a, a one way thing I um, always think it comes back to you no matter how, which way you go about if you go on there and toss it off people are just going to look at you and go 100% 100% so it always it always reflects onto you but if you do it two or three times there's the tag if you do it once yeah. and get told and you respect yeah. that and you move Massively, on yeah. you're alright but the thing was I did learn from it but he didn't learn from it he rang me I said, I'm not going to play for you ever again. He rang me. I said, I've got, I said, I've got tonsillitis. I actually had tonsillitis. But it coincided <laughs> with the Monday. So the replay's next week. And he, he said to me, give me your doctor's landline number. I want to talk to your doctor. I've got the fucking um, medicine. I'm going to bring it in on, when I come back in on Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. But the fact he asked for my doctor's number and wanted to talk to my doctor, I said, trust. I just thought, you fucking... Yeah. And he's going to me, and we're rowing on the phone. And then even that I couldn't take, because I'm 21, and he's however old he is, and he's manager, he's going, have you spoke to your missus about this? I spoke to mine. I went, I couldn't give a fuck about you and your missus. <laughs> I said, I don't give a fuck if you're Man United manager, I'll never play for you again. He went, yeah, you will. And I went, no, I fucking won't. So I ring my agent, and I ain't playing for him. Anyway, agent starts talking to him. By the Friday, I'm back in training, and he's give it, you're definitely playing the next three games. 100%. So we've got the game, the replay, and the next game. So my agent's like, nothing to lose, go and do it. So played the game, Saturday, done, done okay. Tuesday comes around, replay. I score at trick, we win 3-1. I 
right? It was a good hat trick and all. Mick Arthur was there, he says it's the best actor he's ever seen. I think Mick's blowing smoke up my arse. <laughs> I've seen a couple You're of. You're lying, Mick. I've seen a couple of tidy hat tricks, mate. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was a good hat trick, he wrote that. Fuck, he's got overboard. So, anyway, that happens. We win 3 1, and uh, he, even then, he don't give me no ratings and in interviews. It's frosty, it's frosty, it's frosty. Carry on with it. I'm in and out, and then I score, I'll get an assist on a Saturday. Best player on the pitch on the Tuesday. I'm not even on the bench. He's messing, so I end up getting sent back. Right, I get sent back to Portsmouth. Go back to see Harry. He's like, no, 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 no. They've paid the money. They've got to fucking pay, keep paying the money. He said, no, to Charles. He said, I'll speak to Parky. He said, no, they bang out of order. He goes, just sit back up there. So I can't play. I can't play for Portsmouth reserves or anything because they've got my registration. Harry's no, 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 no. You can trade. No, like they've got to pay you. So it's another three months and they've got to pay and they're paying me the 900 and all that. Still paying the flat and everything. So the chairman makes him bring me back in the squad again. So I come back up there in like April. What's the, what's the atmosphere? Shit, the players don't want me there. No one, no one wants me there. The manager won't speak to me. So are, there, are the players thinking that you're a bit of a cunt now? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, they, well, they, bring, they happen to see the back of me by the time I've gone, officially <laughs> gone. And then I come back. It's like... He was a lone player. Why does he keep coming in and out? Then you go back there. This is funny because Martin Allen, I mentioned before, we're playing against fucking Brentford, right? And I don't know why he done this, Parky. Because he's... I don't, well, he'll have to tell you if you ever bother getting him on, but fuck me, you put everyone to sleep. Um, <laughs> he's putting me on against Brentford. We're losing 4-2. That's red rag to a ball for Martin Allen, the mad dog. He's come striding up, but next to the fourth, he's put his arm around me and he's like, hey, Viney, you don't want to play for that cunt. Look at him. He goes, look at him. He's a fucking idiot. I bet you don't like playing for him. He don't, he's going, he don't like playing for you, but I'm going on for Colchester against Brentford. <laughs> he's like, come and play for me next year. Fuck that, wanker. He's giving all that. And Parky, he don't know what to say because he's like the angry man, isn't he? But he ain't got no chat. He's like, fuck you up. And I'm like, ah. go on the pitch, we get beat 4 2. Anyway, that one happens. Then I don't want it for the life of me. I don't know why he took me to Blackpool. Fucking just slapped, slapped from Colchester to Blackpool. Go up there and choose a night game. And um, he who oh, took you to Blackpool? He took me up to Blackpool for an away for, game. For an away oh, game. Right. Put me in, Sorry, put me, been... in, put me in a squad. Took me up to um, uh, Blackpool. So we train in the morning. I'm with the Joeys up the top end of Blackpool's training ground. Some shithole. Yeah. And they're down the bottom bit, all doing set pieces. So we're doing like shooting with four of us. No goalie. So I've gone in goal because I'm Andy in goal. I was watching the Luke Steele one <laughs> and if you want to set it up, we'll do the role reversal because I had exactly the same, <laughs> I had exactly the same thought when I was 28 at QPR and it was the worst time of my life. I was actually, some fucking agent phoned me and said, do you want to go Bulgaria? They need a striker. I said, but they need a keeper. <laughs> he went, I'll ask them. They needed a keeper. So I said, listen, pal, I'll change my name, like not Vine. He goes, go in there. I'll be a keeper. Come back as a keeper. Like, because I'm mustard in goal. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. Um, so yeah, I'm going in goal in his session, and I'm diving, and I'm again, I'm quite loud. I'm hey, hey, hey. Anyway, the geezer Brian, the old fella Brian Owen, bless him as well. He's a nice guy. He's like, you stop fucking about get out of that goal. I was like, calm down, mate. I'm only in goal. I'm a bit of a save on. He's like, no, you like blah blah. And I'm going, fuck off, Brian. You'll have a heart attack in a minute. And he's gone. His head's gone. He's shouting at me with that. Parky's doing the old fucking Parky strut again, coming up. I'm walking off the pitch already, because I know what's coming. He goes, right, fucking that's it, fuck off. We're like four mile away from the hotel, the bus is waiting, so I was like, he's like, go, go. And I'm like, go where? I'll get on the bus. I'm sat on the bus, I'm at the back doing whatever. Go back, have pre-match. 
he pulls me and he's like, nah, this ain't working. Nah, you, that's it. That's enough. I don't care. I've told the chairman, we'll pay the money. You go back. Leave now. I went, we're in Blackpool, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he went, he went, yeah, leave now. I want you nowhere near my squad. Nowhere near my, no, nowhere near my team tonight. Nowhere near the ground. I went, this is how it's going to go. My car's at Peterborough, right? My car's at Peterborough. And the only person at this football club that I don't like is you. All the players I've played with all season, they're my mates. So I will come to the game and I will come in the changing room. I will watch the game. I will have my food, my free food after. And you will take me back to Peterborough. That's how it's going to go. He went, you'll be nowhere near the changing room. I went, I bet I will. Went in the changing room, said all the best. Because he's not going to stop me going in the changing room. No. So I said all the best to the lads. And then to be fair, I went upstairs, watched the game, got on the bus, didn't make nothing of it. Got the lift back, went to Peter Rutt and fucked off. This time I've gone back and I have gone back. <laughs> right, it's no, it's, it's not any. There's no sequel. There's no, there's no, there's no sequel. There's no reconciliation. So I've, got, I've gone back. Either. I've gone back and um, yeah, Harry's been all right. I'm training with him. Harry's all right. So Jim's like, oh, Sunderland want ya, but you're behind Marcus Stewart and fucking some other fucking Joey. Probably me. Probably, yeah, maybe you. No, you was you. I was just in front of you. <laughs> 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 Kevin Carl it was it was Kevin Carl I mean, and Marcus Stewart so I'm like, Marcus Stewart Kyle <laughs> Vine Brown yeah, yeah Steve Lovell we had a shout and all <laughs> I, was like, I was like three months in Sunderland not starting nah not for me even though it's champ and then Luton so come. you're there then mm-hmm. yeah then Luton come in um, Mick had seen the Atrick and Newley was manager and all that and they're, 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 they're on they're on Tim Sherwood because they know Tim so they're on him and Sherwood's on me. Like, go to Luton, go to Luton. My pal's there, they're fucking mustard, they are, this and that. Ring up Courtney Pitt. I'm like, what are Luton looking like? He's training with them because he's been on loan. Nah, shit, mate. Shocking. Got the big man, got Howie, Nico, everyone else. Nah, bollocks. But I'm like, I sort of fancied it. You know, when Mick Harford had said the things he said to me, going back to me not having a dad, like a real supportive figure, he was the first one for me, Mick. Like, I went to Luton and it was probably because of Mick more than anyone. Not, not Mike Newell, but I, I got on with Mike Newell. He's a Liverpool fan. I'm a Liverpool fan. And I like the way he done things. And, and, and to be fair, I came in and they gave me the number nine because Harry, only because Harry had the 19 because it was for the moment he had the 19. Uh, yeah, so I decided to go Luton and to be fair, probably the best decision I made going Luton. I played every, I played, I played 45 league games and we won the league 98 points. We were, we were, I think we lost four games or something like that. We were just... Happiest time in your career? Um... Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Playing, playing wise, yeah, I'd say so because the loan was the loan was good. I, I felt like I was capable of playing that level easily, um, and I didn't know whether they'd be. We started off on fire. I don't think we lost for 10, 12 games. Just league one. Yeah, and then we lost three games in a week, and Newley was like, "We lost one," and he was like, "Yeah, don't lose the next one." And we lost the second in midweek, and he's like, "Good teams don't lose three in a row." Got beat on a Saturday, and he's like, <laughs> he didn't have nothing else. That was it. <laughs> so, we are fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we picked it up, and and, and we went on an un- unbelievable run. And were you lucky with injuries in that year? <clears throat> you, were, you were a pretty much settled team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We he, we tried to play that eleven every week. Like he were, he was old school like that. Newly, he would try and play this four four two, same eleven. Go into Nico, he'd whip it round a corner. I'd run in there, cut one back, head up, Bosch one nil, and we were killing teams after half hour. We, we smashed that league to pieces. Um, and we had some fun. We had a lot of fun. Like the gaffer was quality. We had Steeny there, Brian Steen. We had Mick Harford, and we had that was the real first time that it was Colchester. There was clicks. Brentford. There was clicks. Luton. There was no clicks. 
there was no clicks at all. Every single player knew what time it was. And the young boys coming through were good. Like Kevin Foley, brilliant. Curtis Davis, unreal. Leon Barnett came through. They were good. And the nucleus of the team there were, we knew exactly what we were doing. Yeah. So it was no surprise to me after we won League One with 98 points that we went on and finished sort of eighth or ninth in the champ with the same team because the momentum just carried on and they weren't ready for us even in, in the champ. And what happened, I was struggling with a back injury and I played all the games, but I was struggling with a back injury. We didn't know what it was. It started at Portsmouth and it got progressively worse. But I've signed. I've signed the deal. It's done. And then they send me to the specialist and the specialist sees the scans and is like, no, he's, it's just a mechanical problem. We'll put a cortisone in there. Put the cortisone in. That don't work. I'm fucked. Two weeks later, I think, you know, I've signed a three-year deal. I didn't really give it a minute's thought and it was lucky that I got in contact with a professor who'd done these blood tests. I was trying to your back. Yeah, because it wasn't just mechanical. Um, it, was, it was genetic. It was bad. I ended up getting diagnosed with Crohn's disease and inflammatory arthritis which wouldn't have been found unless the professor had phoned me sort of thing. So I was struggling. I'd signed this deal, but I was struggling. Anyway, with these injections that he'd done, these, these intravenous drips that go in my hand four hours every sort of 12 weeks, it sort of switched it all off and I was able to play. And it was the first time I missed three months. And then after that, it's the first time I'd felt proper pain-free to play. And I was getting stronger and bigger. And I thought, I can fucking do this now. But until that point, you had no idea. I see you've been diagnosed with Crohn's disease at 21. Yeah, 21. I'd always had a bad back. Um, we had a physio at Portsmouth who dealt with... He'd been at Huddersfield and he dealt with... He, he diagnosed four or five stra- stress fractures within teenagers in football. So it was his thing. He was like, 100% you got a stress fracture. Took me up to Oswald Street. Done all the scans and that. On the way back, he was fuming that I didn't have a stress fracture. <laughs> Do you know what I remember? He's like, fuck! I've lost and I'm like, I've got it wrong yeah I'm like no I'm buzzing he's like no and so didn't have the stress fracture but I had a bad back I couldn't do gym I've never been able to do gym can't do pull ups and like people will be like you don't want to do the gym you don't want to do pull ups I'm like no I don't but also I can't do it so the reason I don't want to do it is because I can't do it I couldn't pull myself up couldn't do press ups I knew my back and shoulders were in in bits but I didn't know what it was but I was still able to play Um, and yeah to get it diagnosed and to get it treated is the best thing that happened to me within within football because it gave me that license to really push on. And it's no coincidence that I had two good years off the back of that at Luton and we had, we had, well, for the most part, the club were doing well as well. I played with Kevin Nichols at Preston and he was, he was one of them players that he was, he was on his ass, his knee was fucked yeah. and he wasn't involved. He'd been, he'd, he'd been put in the bomb squad. Yeah. But I remember thinking, I wish I played with you when you were in your pump. What was he like when? Because I remember being at, at Luton and he was on. He was, that he was very good. Yeah. yeah, skinhead. Yeah, Nico. Nico was a captain, and uh, yeah, he was. Uh, he was top. He was top level, like intensity. Like he'd be up there in the chairman. He'd be up there in the chairman's office. He'd be in the manager's office. He'd be in the physio room. He was a whirlwind. Like great guy, great leader, but was fucking mental. <laughs> like you might think I'm like no, he's mental. Do you know what I'm saying? First geezer I've seen eat his own shit. In what? The, yeah, eat his own shit. Yeah, <laughs> fucking beg his pardon. Yeah, yeah. He used to do this thing. You know that tune? Oh, black belly, bam, bam. Oh, black belly, bam, bam. He had that on the iFi, pumped up to the full, and he'd do. He had a broom in his hand, and he'd do the strobe light. You know, to flick the things in the changing room. 
and he's doming it and then he'd turn the lights off and the broom would go around someone's head he'd two foot someone and he would just go absolutely mental he's the first one I saw I was is like, this before a game? this is training this oh. is training <laughs> no, 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 this is training this is training like he, I'm saying about the bath he was in the bath squad but he would bring a little couple of little members with him in the bath squad <laughs> Couple of little chocolate drops every time. Like, Whoop, there it goes. Bob's up from twelve foot under. Nah, the boys are out, mate. I'm telling you, he's ah, oh, mate. He, some of the stuff he would do was he's level. the first person you've seen eat his own shit. He's had a. He's, he's come in a changing room and he's chasing people with a bit of shit in his fingers, right? And he's trying to make people eat it, but he ain't going to their face. He's sort of like half and everyone's like that because you would be. And he's like, "What's the matter? I'll eat it." And the boy's like, "No, you won't." He's like, "Crunch straight in his mouth, in his mouth, and then spat it out." So he didn't swallow it. That's a different level. He's it? had a chew on it. He's had a chew on it and it's all over his teeth. You know that? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. what you, you know the old scrapey one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if he ever gets close oh, to you, mate. The old scrapey one. No, no, yeah. You don't know that one, though. No? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He used to have a shit at the training ground, mate, right? Up against oh, yeah. the board. And he'd, uh, one day he's leant against the board and he's just whipping one out. And the boys were up there because we didn't. Their training ground was a rugby club and we, did, we had to change at, Luke, at Kenilworth Road and drive up there. So he's had a shit like up against the board and he's wiped his ass with a red bib. So he's now got the red bib and he's chasing people with a red bib, right? And it's smeared all over and he's, he's chasing the young lads with it, trying to get them, stripe them with a the shit. So that's the first time I came across like someone using like taking the shit into the banter and then it becoming like a thing. Because it came, became a thing. Like, I don't get it twisted. The pissing was bad. But the shit, it came a thing. In, well, I don't know, but in my career, the shit, the, it's got a thing, the shit. So, yeah, Nico was a level above. But, like, there's a few that are up there. Like, Jamie Hand is up there as well with, with that as well. With the, 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 there's a line and then... There's Where did you play with him at? I didn't play with J- Jamie. I know Jamie. I've known him years. Um, never played with him. But I've spent a lot of time with him. Great, great guy. Funny fucking See, this, guy. This man. surely can't happen in like, an insurance office, can it? Or... No, yeah. I don't think it does. In McDonald's, if you work in McDonald's, <laughs> no. you're all right, like just flipping McChicken sandwiches. No, your your IG levels are falling. Oh, we was in at Luton. I'll tell you one quick story. I don't know if, if you've ever been to Villamora. Been to Villamora. Yeah. The old Figo's bar, yeah? So if you've been to Villamora, you've been to San Mar, yeah? Yeah. San Mar, you know San Mar? He's trying to say he doesn't know what San Mar is. Was, you definitely don't. It's San, where we're golfing on that trip. San Mar is Figo's the... Uh, San, well, basically, for the, for the viewers, San Mar is a, a stripper's, but it's also a Oh, bar, no, so. I've not been there. Sorry, no. <laughs> I went to I went I went to St Margaret's <laughs> lovely restaurant lovely restaurant oh, fantastic the, wine list the, the, the fillet steak in St Mar is incredible <laughs> anyway like I said before disclaimer if it ain't true come and find me if it is true wear it don't give a fuck I ain't gonna say no names but the whole squad was in St Mar and I've seen in our squad there was one of the coaches <laughs> was one of the boys' father-in-law. So imagine them in a stripper's, that is a stripper's slash brass house. They're doing the Mexican standoff, yeah. ain't they? Because yeah. what who's, both of them are. Who's, who's, gonna, who's, who's going to draw first? first? Yeah. Yeah. Who's yeah. going first? And I'm like, <laughs> and I don't even know what happened because I was, fuck, I was straight in. <laughs> yeah, we was in there. It's like, so yeah, I've seen that. And that, that's like, that would happen at Luton. That would not have been alien at all. And it was the boys and the, and the, the the, the management will be together. A lot of togetherness. Loads yeah. of togetherness. Yeah. There's, yeah, yeah. there's awkward and there's awkward, isn't there? You're in, you're yeah. in a, you're in a, a, a brothel with your father-in-law. Yeah. 
Exactly. That, that is a standoff of all standoffs. Yeah, it? but Andy's the yeah. assistant or coach at the club. <laughs> so, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Who's right and who's wrong? Uh, there isn't any. But, yeah, that, that definitely happened. Well, I was there, so, yeah. <laughs> um, but that was, at Luton, it was all very, very, everyone was... So you were tight, like, you were tight as a... Yeah, yeah. A, and to be fair, it's the one where... I didn't mind leaving Portsmouth. I didn't mind leaving Portsmouth at all. When the problem started happening at Luton, like I said, I don't get involved in any of that. I don't give a shit. Like, I, I don't. I, they sold players. Howie's gone. Nico's gone. Uh, Curtis Davis has gone. I think when I left, January the 11th, 2007, I think I left. And I think they got three more points and got relegated. And then had the bounce, bounce, they had the f- deductions. Yeah, so I'm not saying yeah. it was anything to do with me. Yeah, but they didn't get. They hardly have another point until they hit the conference <laughs> after I left. No, so no, they were in disarray. They, they, Carlos said we'll just go in. Kev Foley. They were looking to sell any anyone who had a, uh, who could add a bit. Why of value. were they still? Why, why, why were the club in such a state when the uh, they just a over, meteoric rise? To yeah, because really. they just over they'd overspent before that, and then when we were in League One, these boys were still on like three grand a week in League One. I came in on I was about a grand. But these Kevin Nichols, Howies, I, I think were on okay money, and they'd gone from League Two to League One, and then it was League One, and sort of it weren't right. There was a lot of things. I don't know the ins and outs, but there was a lot of it things. It was too quick wrong. for them then. Well, yeah, but they were already in disarray, so they were already in disarray, and then tried to go one more time, and and you can only get ten thousand at Luton, the great best fans in the country, but you only get ten thousand, so yeah. that, there's, there's a ceiling on what what you can sort of do, which. Sort of, they're finding that out as well now, but they're doing really well at, at the moment. And, and fair play to them. It's an unbelievable place to play football, and you'll always get results. There's something about that place. You will always get results. Yeah. But like you say, until they get a new ground, they ain't going to progress to where they need to be. So you told know. that listen, we're, we're struggling. You're gonna have to. We're gonna have to sell you. Yeah, the first time in my in in my life really that, that it'd been about me and me only, and that's probably why I got the goals because I'm a team player. Like people can say what they want about me. I win games of football. My teams win games of football. Not necessarily me scoring or making goals, but I've fucking got a good win percentage and I pride myself on that. So I give myself to the team, whether it's alone or not. And he just said to me in like, no, October, November, like, fuck this, we're, we're a sinking ship, but you're scoring, keep scoring and you'll get your move. And he thought that was his duty to do that. And I, I appreciate that, but... It was That's just, a strange one from a manager, isn't it? Yeah, but Especially he, because you weren't on a lot, compared but, to the rest of them, you weren't yeah, on big money. Yeah, but you know why? Ain't that strange? Do you know why isn't that strange? Because in his contract, he had 5% of every transfer. <laughs> <laughs> so ain't that strange at ain't that strange now, is it? <laughs> it ain't that strange now. There's always somebody fucking tickling their own yeah, belly. Yeah, 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 of course. So, yeah, went, went there. Um, went magic. Remember going up there, my missus was pregnant. Quay was born on the 16th of January and I signed on the 11th. So I've already gone to Birmingham, signed. And I've had to come back and have a few days off when she when she's gone into hospital. So it was a bit, I was all over the gaff really, but I was, I was happy enough to sign. <clears throat> signed in the evening and Bruce was supposed to meet me and he just phoned me and just said, oh, I can't meet you. I've got to take the missus out. That's when, that's the first point I knew this was a bad move. Literally as the paint, as the ink was drying. Um, so I met him in the morning, done the press conference, sat next to me and he said, they said, what are you expecting from Viney? <clears throat> oh, there's 16 games left. If he scores another 10, he's done his job. I'm looking at him thinking, I ain't Michael Owen. Like, <laughs> like, I've, I've had a good run, but like I'm coming in fresh, and it was just he never done his own. What work. league? Are Top never, of the champ, eight yeah. points clear. I thought I'm going there to play, and I can now play in the Premier League. I've been promoted with Portsmouth, not played. So now I'm going, and I'm doing well. I'm 23 years old, 24. I'm doing well. 
this is my this is my time. We go there, and then like they'd sign Cameron Jerome in the summer, three million. Gary McSheffrey, they'd sign Neil Dans, DJ Campbell, Mikel Forsell. Um, who else was there? That's that big, that that big thing. That there. big thing weren't there, were he? Big thing. Ziggich. You. you. <laughs> <laughs> Bentner though. Yeah. Bentner, that's the other one. So they had Bentner on like. Oh, so Ziggits weren't there. No, what happened was ben, Nick had got injured, done his ankle, and he's supposed to be out four months. So I'm me. So he knows he's 18 year old. He obviously looks at me coming in and thinks, "Fuck that." He's strapping his le- he's strapping his ankle up after fucking four weeks trying to train and that. And the situation was, he wasn't fit, but the situation was, Bruce he had four players, three or four players from Arsenal. And we're told Wenger they're going to play. Seb Larson, Fabrice Mwamba and Nick, right? Nick's attitude, personality is off the scale. Like, doesn't give a fuck who you are. Like, doesn't. Like, at all. This is you saying this. This is me saying this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a, no, my attitude to play and to do the right thing is yeah. good. My attitude once you've done me wrong or I feel you have, fuck yeah. yeah. But Nick, nah. Nick done everything on his own terms. 18-year-old. Could have been like he's played seven hundred games at that age. At that age, even before that, they told out of order, like not for me, not out of order, but bratty, immature, unreasonable, irrational. Knew he'd get his own way. Knew it. At the end of the day, I don't know if you want to put this in, but I know he was going out with Brucey's daughter. I know he went on holiday with him, so he knew he had Brucey on toast. Also with the Wenger and the Arsenal thing, so he could do what he wanted. Anyone in that squad will tell you if they're telling the truth that Nick done what he wanted. Was he good? Very, very good. At that point, very, very good. Technically good, wanted to play, wanted to score <laughs> goals, was a handful, but he was a bit of a prick. And he'll admit that. And like, it's tough. But when you know you, the manager ain't, can't say nothing to you, imagine we, t- well, I think we're 2-1 down against Sunderland and we need to win this game. Sunderland are coming up, you was yeah, with um, Keane, you're coming up on the, on the rails and we're struggling. Like From when I've gone there, we're struggling a little bit. Our eight-point gap has evaporated to like two. Sunderland 2-1 up. He's chucked me and DJ Campbell on. Last throw the dice. Nick's refused to sit on the bench and put a coat on. So he stood at St Andrews in between the two benches, leaning on the bench behind the gaffer, and he won't sit down, right? Has he been brought off? He's been brought off, so he's got the ump. So I've set up DJ for the equaliser. So we've nicked the point last min. We're all going crazy, going mental on the pitch and all that. Come in and showers and that. He's in the showers already. So we're sat in there doing the, the talk and that. He just comes walking straight past the gaffer, like dripping wet, schlong hanging out, just like, have some of that. I'm like, hold on a minute. <laughs> not a care in the world. Not a care in the world. Starts getting changed. Been, yeah, yeah, just starts getting changed, putting his gear on and that, when he's still doing the lot, boy, it's great effort to get back in the game. Shaking his air, water going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy oh, he's on. But like, he, Nick done things on his own. Nick, Nick made his own decision and you wouldn't, we wouldn't change it. And, and that sort of, but I didn't like, going into that environment where you knew you was you knew you was coming out. Was that not frustrating for you? Oh, and everybody else. Saying that you're a team player yeah. and you're seeing somebody who's <laughs> just been promoted and you just not give a fuck. 100%. No, this was still in the champ. But he, so yeah, but the same thing. Yeah, we was all fighting the same battle and, and, and listen, he done, Nick scored some important goals and done well. So yeah, you can, you can look at it both ways but that was his character and we had to either get on with it. Like you couldn't have a problem with it because he was going to play anyway. So he sort of, but he just checked, my philosophy on, on, on managers is if you don't play in that position, like you're a centre-half, it's very hard to know about strikers. 
Oh, so, has, has Steve Bruce been a centre half? Yeah, yeah, so if you've got eight strikers like he did have, he just thinks I'll throw four of them on and we'll win 7 0. It ain't reality. Reality is you need to pick the right team, the right formation, and, and, and do it that way. So he, he just kept changing it and changing it. The worst one was obviously Nick. That was fine. I knew how good Nick was, or I knew. Mikel Forsell was trying to come back from a knee injury and his knees were bad, and we had a lot of options. I started playing right midfield, left midfield, because I played there before and I was doing well. I got six man of the matches from seven home games. I played 17 games, got one goal against Derby when it was sort of the top of the table clash. We won 1 0. But I still felt like I was the full guy all the time. Do you know what I mean? And like, no he, matter what I do, yeah. I'm and still then, and, and, it and when. listen, in that January, I joined a boy band called Two Tone as well. <laughs> uh, so it was me, lead singer, or oh, yeah, you've heard me sing already, son. No, not like that. <laughs> it was me, Neil Dans, Gary McSheffrey, and Cameron Jerome. So that, that was Two Tone. Why do you think we were called Two Tone? <laughs> Because two of us could sing, two of us were shit at singing. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it was me and Danzy were good at singing. The other two, fucking, I don't know what they were there for. Um, but anyway, passengers, they were. Yeah, passengers. passengers, like you two on this. Chris, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, you're wasting, you're wasting that. Dull, yeah, you're wasting that dull on hotel rooms and everything. These two cunts. Sorry, you got uh, for the cheers, yeah. Yeah, we got, we got. Oh, Vinny, Vinny, Put the presidential suite on that. Yeah, oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this boy band. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.